So we were just talking about the domino effect of questions still out there after the state of Alabama Supreme Court ruled, ruled that frozen embryos created by in vitro fertilization should be considered children. Joining us on Wisconsin's Afternoon News is Dr. Ellen Hayes. She is a Milwaukee infertility specialist at Kind Body Fertility. And, um, you know, one thing that I saw was that you have a plethora of uh, colleagues with Kind Body, and you had a lengthy statement that you actually posted on your website that you co-signed. One of it said in the second paragraph, first and foremost, as medical professionals, we are deeply troubled by the intrusion of politics into the relationship between doctor and patient. Can you talk more about that? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think that a lot of these are very sensitive areas and complicated decision-making is needed. So there's really a very important relationship um, with physicians describing situations to patients, patients making autonomous decisions for their health and for their family building. I want to just ask you a basic question, which is IVF, regardless of religion, political party, whatever, has made so many differences for so many families, and you get to see that every single day. Can you talk about the life-changing effect that IVF has on real families? Oh, my gosh. Well, it is. It's a daily occurrence. And I think that's why everyone that I work with, everyone in my office loves this so much. You know, everybody is so devoted to our patients because we're helping them either start or build and complete their families. Um, people that would never have had children any other way. Yeah, that's a that's a fact. I mean, for families everywhere. So when you heard what had happened in Alabama that the state Supreme Court comes in and says embryos are children, which is one thing to say it, but then the implication of what could happen if you work with embryos is a completely different thing. What was your reaction okay. when you heard what they had done? Well, I mean, it's it's a scary thought, right? Because you wonder if it will just um, kind of unfold across the country. You don't know what kind of effect and, and um, ripple effect this would have. So, when we work with embryos, of course, we understand that they have the potential to create a child. That's that's what we're doing, right? And that's what our patients want. But the more you work in these situations, you realize every embryo does not, by a landslide, make a baby. That's why patients have to go through sometimes multiple rounds of treatment in order to finally have success. So what you were alluding to was Tennessee. Some lawmakers are considering bringing up that the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this all started in Alabama when by accident a worker in one of the hospitals, clinics, uh, a- a- went into one of the areas where it's like 300 degrees below Celsius or something and broke a bunch of uh, people's um, embryos, right? Right. That's right. so rare. It's so rare. It's so rare. Um, you know, I can't speak for every IVF clinic, but Any IVF clinic I've been in has several safety measures in place to ensure that something like that could not happen, including kind body clinics. Um, I I think it's just an unfortunate event that kind of snowballed into this decision making. And I obviously feel terrible for the, the couples that were affected and lost embryos because that was their dream of a family. Nobody wants to downplay that at all. But in the end, you know, it led to a decision that can be really disruptive. And let's say something like pro-life Wisconsin, how they were arguing that, you know, life starts at conception. So Mm -hmm. one of those frozen embryos, that is life. 
Um, but I was asking you, do you do DNA background <clears throat> tests on, you know, to see if there's any, any kind of diseases or anything that an embryo may already carry? And yes. you were saying that makes a huge difference in parents' lives. It does. I mean, the vast majority of the IVF cycles we do now includes genetic screening on the embryos. And primarily that's to make sure the embryo is actually viable before we use it for transfer into the uterus. So we're checking to make sure it has the right number of chromosomes to even be able to have an opportunity to produce a a healthy pregnancy. And the ones that don't, then we save the patients the trouble of transferring abnormal embryos. Dr. Hayes, did this change the way we did anything in Wisconsin when this happened in Alabama? I'm sure it sent a shiver through the industry. Did it change anything in that moment? It didn't change anything about the way we're practicing today. We are staunchly behind our patients and doing everything that we usually do. Um, I think that what it does is it just instills additional fear and stress into fertility patients who are already going through such a stressful time and unnecessarily so. Because how long is this process? Like, let's say that I wanted to come to you and have a baby. Uh, It takes there's hormones and a whole bunch of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's usually a few months to sometimes in really challenging cases. It can be years of trying. Is it covered by insurance? Not always. Wisconsin is not a mandated state. But there are some states Um, that are? There are are some states. Illinois is a mandated state. So when you compare people's ability to proceed with fertility treatment there, it's a night and day difference. We are trying to fight for legislation to turn Wisconsin into a mandated state, but it's a difficult battle. It's expensive. Mm Mm-hmm. It is expensive. It's important work, that is for sure. Dr. Ellen Hayes is a Milwaukee infertility specialist at Kind Body Fertility. We know you're busy. Thank you for the perspective. It was so good for you to be here. Yeah, thank Thank you you. so much.